1: Hi everybody, it's Russ. Welcome to My Hammers 11 and today we're joined by a member of the uh, the famous 1999 FA Youth Cup winning side, um, yeah, side which had some, some obviously Carrick, Cole, Adam Newton and this man as well who scored three of the nine goals that, uh, that the team beat Coventry on aggregate across the two legs. I think it was 6-0. At Upton Park, if I remember quite correctly, uh, where all the players, all the fans were around the side, it was mental. Uh, it's Bertie Braley. Hi, Bertie. How are you? How are you doing? You OK? Very well, thank you. How, how are you keeping this uh, lockdown world we live in at the
0: moment? Yeah, I'm spending lots of quality time with the family, so I can't grumble. Uh, we're doing nice stuff today, So, oh, uh, As you can hear the dog in the background, I might get him in one second. Bronson, yeah, come here. Come here. I'll just get him in.
1: Yeah, get him in. Get him in. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. That's the thing, you walk with a dog, you can obviously walk them about and you get a bit more a bit more legitimate
0: exercise, isn't it then? You can't have no alone time in my family. It's always one person that will pop up. But yeah. I'm that's why
1: that's why I'm stuck in my in my in my daughter's bedroom with the door shut because then they know that it's it's uh I'm doing some recording. So uh, but Nothing. anyway, thanks for joining Bertie. I know you're really busy. I don't want to take you away from your family too long. Okay. Um, so the, the idea of this is we're interviewing loads of people all over the, over the world, different ages, all West Ham fans finding out about their hammers 11 um, and also a bit more cool. about their experiences and their memories and stuff like that. to so sort of, you know, record for prosperity as well. So um I, I'll start with an obvious question. I'm sure I know the answer straight away. But if I said to you, Bertie, what was your greatest West Ham memory? What
0: would it be? It's probably scoring the opening goal at the Bobby Moore end in the uh, six-nil win uh, in the FA Cup. To be quite honest, yeah. Um, I can't actually remember it because of the adrenaline. But you know, I, I sort of looking back, I, I, I do remember. You know, everywhere was packed out. Stadium was full, but they was, they was opening up the East stand because there were so many people there. Um, so they were coming down the byline as Michael Carrick yeah, I remember. crossed the ball with Adam Newton. And he's nodded it back in and I've scored and sort of the, the rest, I can't remember, I just got dragged to the floor. Yeah. So that, that was brilliant. I, I couldn't have dreamed scoring at the Bobby Moore end in front of a packed Bobby Moore. It was great
1: yeah and and was it was it last season they, they sort of got all you guys back together wasn't it at the uh, the training ground wasn 't it
0: yeah yeah we went to the training ground and um, we all met um, a couple of lads couldn 't be there a couple of lads like obviously Richard Garcia and, and Michael Frank are in Australia. Joe Cole was canoeing across the channel the charity um, but Michael Carrick and all the other boys were there um, it's lovely to see them and and we ended up organising another game. Oh, lovely!
1: And that was nice. I mean, and obviously the famous, the famous Tony Carr was was the manager as well. So good to get Tony yeah, involved lovely. as well.
0: Yeah, it was lovely. We had him back. We had Jimmy Ampson, Tyndall. You know, it was nice. everybody came. Um, Peter Braybrook's son Wayne came. Um, it was just lovely to see everyone.
1: Chris Kirtland didn't turn up, did he? That's about to say. Wasn't he in goal for Coventry. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I don't think you would have come to that one.
1: <laughs> cool. Brilliant. Well, I, I, to be honest, I don't think, as you said, like uh, for, for, for a young lad doing that in front of the Bobby Moore, you know, stand, I don't think, I think everyone would have dreamt, dreamt to be in your position. Uh, and as you said, I remember like there to keep opening more stands. You know, you said the East stand and they were so close to that touchline. And um, I remember yeah, the... I mean, uh, I'm Yes, yeah, mental, mental. I don't think they assumed so many were going to turn up at the end. So, obviously, but uh, what a great memory to have. And as I said, you know, it's lovely that they're sort of, they're keeping everyone in touch as well. It's lovely, um, and they should do because I mean, you know, after since then,
0: I've really won much. Shit. It's twenty years ago, isn't it? It's twenty years ago. I mean, it just flashes by. It, it feels like yesterday for me. But to look back and to go, wow, that was twenty years ago. <laughs> you think to yourself, well, where's that gone? crazy
1: yeah. absolutely crazy right okay well uh, that, that's probably the best memory I've, i think you've ever heard heard so far um so i allow that one that's a good one um so in terms of the hammers 11 quite a simple idea um it's a 4-4-2 formation although i have been lenient of positions and people can move people around but we'll try and keep it four four two. um and the idea being is um the type of people you you include are guys that you have basically been alive to watch. So obviously yeah, you know, yeah, if you fantastic. said you're West Ham eleven, it will have Bobby Moore and it will have Trevor Brookin and Jeff Hurst, but I wasn't around <laughs> to see those players. So I could yeah. put in instead I don't know, um I could put in Roger Johnson, <laughs> Gary Breen. Yeah. <for> People you've seen <laughs> in that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Exactly. And that's the idea.
0: And so it should be fun. It should be fun. So um was in ninety one. It was in the old um, South Bank, and I think Paris scored, and Macaveni scored. I think it was against Luton, and it was the old BAC kit um, with the stripes around the um, arms. Yeah, I remember just it was all standing then. I remember standing, looking out, thinking, "Wow, you know, it was amazing." And I remember, I remember seeing Paris because it, it was big and powerful, mm. and you know, that, that was my first memory of going to West Ham in '91.
1: Wow. Well, I suppose, yeah. I mean, I think I was, I was 92, so I was the year after. But yeah, I think everyone has these sort of memories and cherishes games, and maybe not necessarily the games that uh, and the players as well that everyone cherishes. So you know, I was a big John Monker fan. Um, I haven't. He hasn't. He hasn't cropped up in any hammers Elevens at the moment, but you never know. Um, and so, what's that? Sorry, he was both footed. He was decent. Yeah, he was. He was, and he could put a tackle in, and he knew he was going to take yeah. the first yellow card for the fan, you know, for the team. Yeah. I remember him getting subbed on, and, and every, straight away, yellow card.
0: Yeah, he knew it. Um, I, I remember being sixteen, and I, I got invited into training with the first team, and um, obviously John John was on the opposite side, and I've I, I just scored. I scored quite a good goal. Someone crossed it in, and I flicked it the outside of my foot on the volley in the top corner, and he went, "Oi!" Did you mean that skinhead? Oh, and I think I to say to him sort of thing and then uh, we ended up having a challenge and I dug into his ribs <laughs> and he weren't so happy to be fair.
1: I love it. <laughs> Love it. Right, let's crack on because I think this is going to be a good one. Um, to tell the viewers, Bertie has notes and bullet points. So he's thought about this. So I think it's going to be a good one. Right, let's start with um, with Between the Sticks mm-hmm. in goal. Why
0: are you trying to do in my head? Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so it's all those headers over over your, your career playing for like mm-hmm. Chelmsford and Margate and Swindon and stuff. That's what it is. So you've got to write it down. I appreciate that. Right, so who are we going to go for in goal, Bertie?
0: There's only one choice. they it in um, you know, beast of a man, um, played so many games for West Ham, I think it's 300 and odd, um, which is, that's that's brilliant. Um, I ended up going to QPR as well and he was he was a first-pin goalkeeper coach, stroke player there. Um, just a lovely guy and, and my memories of him, he, he was fearless in goal. Um, he could knife kick a ball. The odd time, you know, <laughs> the odd time he'd kick it off the pitch. But if he kicks it right, he's, he's reaching the, up, the other end's goalkeeper. You know, he yeah, yeah, had good power. So, but no, absolutely fearless in goal. Stick self in front of anything, but a lovely man as well.
1: Good good shout. I mean, there's no, no one's going to disagree with that one, Bertie. Don't they? Right, well, I'll put Ludo in. Ludo's in goal. Right, who are we going to go with uh, for, for left back?
0: So, left back, I've gone for Dixie. Um, I used to do Dixie's boots as an apprentice. Oh, wow. Um, I was lucky enough to sort of catch him on his last stint at West Ham um, and train with him a couple of times also. So I didn't just get the honour of washing his boots. It was sort of, you know, I got to rub shoulders with him. So I I remember being in a keep ball session with him. His left foot was so good, but he would put the ball where he would want me to go. He'd move me in. So my next decision was easy. So he'd pass the ball into the space instead of to my feet and it would make me move. And then that made my next pass easy. It, it was fantastic. But, and obviously a no-nonsense tackler and, and great at penalties.
1: And I mean, that bit of insight is something that probably no one has said in terms of the way where, where Julian would pass. He would pass it to make your first decision easier. Because obviously we see the man, we see the tackler, we see the 35-yard thunderbolts into the top corner. That type of stuff is yeah. really, really interesting to know. Oh,
0: no, so, you've intelligent kind of been Intelligent footballer And um, to to make someone physically move Without me deciding I wanted to move there You know, that, that showed you how good So That's a good shout
1: Right, who's going to go on the right back then?
0: So right back's going to be Glenn Johnson um, I know he didn't play too many games um, I don't know how many he played Probably 20, 30, I don't know um, But my recollection of Glenn Johnson was you know, I obviously see him when he did make his debut as well. But he, he was just, he, he came on the bench in one of our Youth uh, youth Cup games. He was only about 15. And um, I remember him walking into this into our changing room and he just had this aura about him. And I, I looked at him and I thought, that kid's going to be something. Like, you just knew. Yeah. You know, he'd come in, tremendous athlete. You know, he, he was a shy lad. And our dressing room you know, picked up on that, so it wasn't easy to walk into, but um, no, you just knew that he was going to be something special.
1: Yeah, um, and, and and the career he went on to have as well.
0: He was so. going to get sold on to, you know, where, wherever he went, like Chelsea or whatever, and, you know, it's heartbreaking, and um, to sell your best players, but, you know, that, that was the sort of club he was at that moment.
1: And it's it's one of those it's one of those periods that a lot of people have referred to when we be doing these interviews as sort of that was the golden era like that that sort of era and 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 what could have been so obviously finished fifth that year or when we had all those players what could have been another year that
0: that that, that, that was Glen was only a kiddie then so mm. he, he was still in the sort of schoolboy stroke I mean, he was fifteen when he came into the youth cup side. But that year we won I think that's the year we finished fifth. But that's the year he was talking about. Yeah, it's amazing. yeah, and such a.
1: Well, if you read through, yeah, people were reading through. Obviously, the you know you had the Lampards and the Carricks and the Joes, and you had Rios, and you had Johnsons, and David James in goal, and Jermaine. Yeah, it, you would have actually had probably three quarters of the England squad um, <laughs> playing for West Ham at the you know I did at the same time. But obviously, you said at that time, you know what we could do to reinvest those players. Um, you know, in terms of you know we. Before Joe you had Berkovich and then they had to sell Berkovich because Harry wouldn't be able to fit Berkowitch and Joe Cole into the same team. And you know, so it's a sliding doors moment, but um at least we've got the memories of those players to to keep. So oh, I like that. I like Jet, you know, put Johnson on the right, I like that, on the left, Johnson on the right. Who have we got in the centres then, Bertie, centre backs?
0: the first one would be Rio Ferdinand, which is obvious. I'd, I'd go to say, you know, is the most skillful defender, you know, West Ham and probably England's ever seen. Um, so there's no denying him a spot there. He um, was just, you know, a tremendous athlete, a nice lad. Um, I remember watching him sort of, I trained with him a few times, and I remember watching him when I didn't train with him, and it would be a keep ball situation again, going back to keep balls, because you see, Players in possession and, and how they deal with the pressure, being closed down, etc. He never used to give it away. You know, it, it was fun for him. Like someone would close him down at two now, and he would just pick someone off. And you'd stand off him; he'd make you come. And you know, he was tremendous. And you know, to see someone silky, and and be a great defender too, mm. because he didn't like to let no one past him, and he read the game well. But I mean, you've only got to look at his career and sort of where it went. Um, you just knew that he was going to be a superstar so yes, yeah, so Rio Ferdinand and I,
1: and I, and I agree your, your sentiment I've said it many times about that um, you yeah, know West Ham and England have not had a classier centre-back since Rio that's for sure that's for sure
0: some of the things we've done I mean he started out as a centre-forward that's yeah. probably where he got his silkiness from you know mm. um, To to have the you know to have the defensive side of the game he had but then if he was running forward if someone was closing down, he had the trick to beat him. It looks lovely on the foot pitch.
1: Yeah, definitely. Okay, so who we got partnering Rio in the centres then, Bertie? We've got the ginger Pele.
0: Yeah, we've got, we've got Collins. Love it, love it. I don't think that man gets the respect he deserves. Um, goes about his business, you know, tough tackler. And and do you know what? He's got great technique. I've seen him hit diagonal balls and, you know they'd fall on a sixpence.
1: Mm.
0: And I, I just think that he hasn't been praised enough, to be quite honest with you. Mm. I remember playing against him. Uh, I was playing for Grey's Athletic in the conference. And we had, Zola bought us tied down when we played against West Ham at the old wreck And I remember going to close him down. And as I'm going to close him down, I thought, I've got him here, like that. It was like sort of slow motion. He's, he's, ping this 70 yard cross in behind our full back and I looked round and I thought, Oh okay because I thought I haven't really seen much of him. Yeah. And I thought, well, okay. And then after about his eighth diag, I thought, yeah, he's decent <laughs> <laughs> And I, I
1: agree. I mean I mean he's a he's You're been a great player. he's been a great servant to the club, you know, two two sets of spells at, uh, at Upton Park or West Ham and the Barker London yeah. Stadium. And um and obviously, famously, he came with with Danny Gabardon, didn't they, together um, yeah. as a package? And and it was always believed that the package was because they wanted James Collins, um, and and Danny Gabardon was 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 good, but it was Collins was the one they wanted to uh, to sort of. He was a fantastic player.
0: I mean, he does deserve more praise. He really has been a fantastic player for the club and solid. You know, him and Rio at the back would have been nice to watch because. Rio wouldn't have had to get involved with any of the nasty stuff. He could have just done whatever he'd done. Yeah. And he um, would have cleared out anything up Rio missed, I reckon.
1: Yeah, I agree. And I don't think you're going to get much change out of, uh, you know, if you were a right winger out of out of Julian Dix and, and, say, James Collins, if you played him on the left, left side of those mm. two, that's for sure. And then when he got through, they got Ludo bearing down at them. Right, cool. So we've got Ludo, we've got Dixie, Collins, Rio... And we got Glenn Johnson. Let's go to midfield then, Bert. Here we got a uh, left wing.
0: We've got Super Trevor Sinclair. Um, he, he was also I was lucky enough to clean his boots as well. Um, great, great person. You know, he, he was powerful because he was. He's was only about five foot eight, five mm. foot nine. So he's small, but he was he was stocky. He was a, a solid athlete, and and boy, could he finish. You know, you wouldn't want him running it. But, um, he, he was an intense player, lovely technique. I mean, if you didn't have all them sort of things, you wouldn't have played for England. So, mm.
1: you
0: know, Tre- Trevor was superb.
1: Yeah, and you've played him on the left, which is where he played for England on the left, if I remember, during the World Cup. Yeah, he did, yeah. 2002 World Cup, wasn't
0: it? Mm.
1: He took, he yeah, 2002
0: kept, World Cup. He kept... Sort of, he kept yeah, he kept playing... Them. And, and and got in the team as I think it was the quarterfinals, is not it? They got to yeah. So
1: they had wasn't that it, Har- was that awesome. hard yeah. And Hargreaves was out, and I think I think he was ahead of head of Joe. I think because Joe was at sort of left wing. Was at you know? So yeah, I mean he did. You know he's, he he and he stayed there for a long time, and um, and yeah. you know until until Dex really, it was the last it's the last time before Declan really that there's been a consistent I think he played like 12-13 games for England in that period so
0: yeah,
1: yeah. right cool yeah nice no,
0: smashing lad as well lovely gentleman he is
1: yeah he does come and he still comes across you know everywhere he's been whether it's City whether it's QPR West Ham he's still really revered in terms of you can see just his interaction on Twitter with his with, with his followers and stuff so yeah great, lovely guy man. Right, who are we going to get on the right wing opposite? Who's going to compliment Sinclair on the left? And who's going on the right wing? See, I was, I was a little bit
0: stuck here because I wanted to get Iowa Berkovic in my team. But I've gone for the other one. I've gone, I've gone for Yossi Benio. Nice. So, I think he's a little bit more mobile than what Ayo was. Mm. Um, didn't really want to stick Ayo out on the right. Um, but, you know, Yossi was quick. He could see the pass like Kyle Berkovich, see lovely passes. Um, and he could chip in the goals too. So that that's my choice there. And you're
1: right, and I think actually Yoshi Yoshi played more more on the right wing anyway, you know, as a as a right he was more he drifted more out to the right. He said Berkovich wasn't particularly mobile, <laughs> so sitting in that middle and just let ping little little through balls to Hartson and Kitson. That was what he was and doing. He, he, he
0: could he could, some of the passes he did, you know, he done every all the simple stuff perfect mm. but even the hard stuff where players made mistakes on that final third pass he was amazing he really was yeah. amazing but let's not take this shine off of yossi no no yossi, yossi's, yossi's in, in.
1: yossi's <laughs> in yeah yossi's in uh and i think it's the first time his name's come up like properly you know people said do i go for berkovich or ben Aeim? but in this formation he would do the job on the right side so okay we put yossi on the right <laughs> Yeah, all right. Now, who are we going to go for the the two in the middle then? Who's going to complement those two wingers?
0: Super Frankie Lampard. He's in the middle. Um, You know, another one I was lucky to brush shoulders with. Uh, We've stayed in contact even after all these years. I mean, he got me tickets for the Chelsea West Ham game um, this season when we beat him 1-0. So, I'm I'm still in contact with him. Uh, I went to see him play at Manchester City as well. I mean, again, my recollection of him, what what a model pro, you know, mm-hmm. he's the perfect pro. And and he was talented, and he, you know, strong, quick. I mean, what you've got to remember is he, he was very young when he broke mm-hmm. into the first team. Um, and he had all the weight on his shoulders with his dad and stuff like that. But he and he in it himself. I see him do it, you know, and training with him and stuff like that. And. He it, it, it was fantastic, and he it, it was a big lad. And he was strong, and I've never seen a hard worker like that. And what career he went on and had, so. Yeah,
1: uh, and and uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, him and, and Glenn Johnson and Rio. You know, there's, you know, it's he, almost, and that's what's quite nice about this this sort of series is, you know, people think outside, probably, you know, people still associate, not necessarily from West Ham's perspective, but from the outsiders would be. Lampard was Chelsea, a Chelsea boy,
0: but actually it was West Ham that the, made him. He was West Ham homegrown, but we, we're coming back to the selling situation again. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, he's played for West Ham. He's done us a good service, and he was only ever going to go up. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I don't. I mean, when he was with West Ham, he gave everything to West Ham, mm-hmm. and I think the stick that he gets gets a little bit unfair. You know, um, because. Like anyone in life, if you're in a normal job and, and, and you're too talented for the job that you're in, you want to better yourself, you want to, you know, you want to have a good career, you want to have the best you can, you know, and, and I think that was the decision that had to be made and, and it, it weren't just on Frank's part, it was on the club's part, it wasn't the money. Yeah.
1: Exactly, and and I, and I think I think you're right, definitely. And I think there's, you know, and it's it's. But then obviously, it's funny. I think I think it was I think when I was interviewing Leon or something like that. He was talking about, you know, when 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 JT when John Terry came back for Mark Noble's testimony, he got a clap because he was in the West Ham shirt. And you <laughs> know, it's it's you know, I think I
0: mean John was sort of a schoolboy for a little yeah, while. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't, yeah, you well, know. I mean, but he's, he's a love character. You know, he done a good service for England, didn't he? So exactly.
1: He's, he's, so. But when he's but when he was in a Chelsea shirt, he was he he was he was booed out of out of Upton Park. But you know, he comes back in you know, a West Ham shirt, and he's and he's, 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 there's a little ripple of cheers. You know, and it's like anything's possible nowadays. Yeah, apart cool. apart from, from Paulin's, I think anything's possible. Um, <laughs> well,
0: you know, you know, you know football is fickle, isn't it? It's yeah. it's um. It's that sort of game one, you could be flavouring a month and then, you know, put a foot wrong. Everyone's human and and you're this and you're that. You know, anything against the club. You know, I mean, we're going back to the Lampards. What a lovely family. Lovely, lovely family. So,
1: All right, Frank's in. Frank Jr's in. Uh, We'll put Junior just because there would be some older fans here and they'll just make sure. Uh, So, Frank Jr in. Who is partnering um, Lamps in the middle then, Bertie?
0: There's only one player, really, isn't there? Super Jonathan. Joey Cole.
1: Oh, I was going to say Jonathan Spectre, but yeah, we'll put Joe Cole in.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, super, super Joey Cole. Um, lucky enough to know him for many years. You know, coming through schoolboys together, through to the youth youth ranks, and winning the uh, FA Youth Cup final with him and stuff like that. Um, but even since the of sort of thirteen people was like wow well, look at what you can do with the ball and luckily enough he, he was in my age group we had, we had a special age group to be fair um a lot of talented players all of us all of us was talented um i mean we used to do you get five or six players running over at joe in training and it would look like something out of a cartoon it'd be in the middle all these players would go bash like that and then joe would walk out with a ball <laughs> It was ridiculous, but, you know, two great feet. He, he, he could do anything for the ball, but he was such an intelligent, good player. You know, and he's, he's had a fantastic career. Yeah. yeah. Lovely family, too, lovely guy, you know.
1: That's the thing that, you know, again, comes across a lot of people talking about um how, how much of a nice guy and he comes and then he's i think a lot of people have seen that now more he's doing more punditry on bt sport and stuff he's coming yeah. across as such a level-headed a great guy
0: working for the nhs as well mm. raising lots of money in this time so you know yeah. he puts a lot of time and effort into charities um he's got art of gold he has got art of gold.
1: Well, I'll tell you what, that is That is a pretty tasty midfield. Would we'll definitely still do a job. Uh, it, it? it would. It's not a bad midfield. Right. So, who's going to be our two up front, Bertie? Who's going to be banging these goals in for this Dream 11?
0: He's still there, yeah? Yeah. I must
1: we're do still, a bit there.
0: Yeah, it's cool, man. Um, so, between both of these lads' boots, I'll go with my. Was, was, Super Johnny Artson.
1: Hello. Hello, I can hear you, Bertie. We've got Johnny you Artson. Still there? Yeah, we're still
0: here. Yeah, so Super Johnny Artson. Yep. Yeah, I mean, you, you've got to look his games to goal ratio. Mm. So 60 appearances and 24 goals. Wow. That's quite amazing, right?
1: Yeah, there's not many that are better than that. Not many that are be
0: better than that. You
1: there? Yeah, yeah, so we,
0: yeah I'm still there, Bert. Definitely. Big, strong striker, you know. Um, <clears throat> I remember him saying to me one day, you know, before he was at the main stadium, and I, I can't remember who they was playing against, but I've gone to pick my tickets up from the ticket ticket office at the front, and, and he was in the back getting some tickets for family or whatever, and he said, hey, Bert, like that, you know, in his Welsh voice. That ain't, that ain't the best, but I went, how are you doing? He went, I'm going to score today. I went, okay. He went, and I'm going to point out to you in the West End. And uh, he did it. <laughs> it was brilliant. It was like, you know, he's a big, big, big man. And he, he had lovely technique and he was strong, held the ball up well. And boy, could he finish, you know. And uh, I'll never forget that because I remember thinking, right, yeah, all right no worries. Like, I, and, and I'm in the West End and he scored at that end at the North Bank at, at Trevor Brookin, and um, he's gone like that. He's pointing out and I'm thinking, that's for me, <laughs> you know. But uh, no, he done exactly what he said and and he's, he's, that speak for itself, you know.
1: Yeah. It's just a
0: shame we couldn't have had a bit more of him, you know.
1: Unfortunately, that's, and, and in your team, that's pretty much a part of my couple. That's, that's, pretty much the same story for most of them at the moment, you know, um, and yeah. that, that's the thing. That's the thing. So, um, are we going to partner up front with, with, Johnny then Bertie? Paolo Di Canio. Now I've
0: got a bone to pick with Paolo to be quite honest with you. So as, as, as a youth team player and a boot boy you used to get maybe a gift at Christmas from, from your, whoever's boots you're doing. And, uh, so I had Paolo, and I'm thinking, well, oh, I could be quids in here. Like, obviously, t- one of the tarponers, here we go. Like, I've had a right touch. And um, so, anyway, he's, he's, he's come here, come here, like that. He t- took me into the car park at Hill. And um, as, as we're going into the car park, he's gone, come, come to my car. Like, I've gone to his car, and he's, he's pulled out a pair of yellow Pantafola Diorro boots, what he used to wear and um brand brand new and the only problem was they was two sizes too small and they had no laces <laughs> so there's me thinking we yeah, are i'm i'm and he's going to give me a little uh treat blah blah and uh yeah and no, i've got a pair of boots that are two sizes too small that i couldn't do up so i've, I've still got them now <laughs> And that and but
1: but to be honest, Bertie, that, that was just that's just Paolo, isn't it? That's just a typical you could you can yeah. so imagine him
0: doing that anyway. But yeah, what what a yeah. great player. I mean he, he was fantastic. and I got to train with him as well and, and I, I actually got to play in a pre season first team friendly with him and, and going and being up front with him. Um I think it was a way to someone like Haybridge Swift's and uh I've gone up front and he's twisting, he's turning, you know he, chop people for fun and I'm standing there for an open goal sort of thing and and he's it he's, he's wired and I'm like I didn't know what to say anyone else would have gone mad and I was like oh never mind sort of thing and <laughs> I just jogged back and I'm thinking yeah I could have squared me there I'd have been the Sun newspapers and I scored.
1: Oh god
0: but again but no, fantastic
1: yeah again it's Paolo
0: yeah, I mean going back to John Artson, which is I've left out, it's one of the bullet points. Um, so at Chabrel you had like um, you had the car park with a wooden fence and you had like a little six a side pitch behind it. So I, I was with the youth team then and and Frank Lampard shouting out, I want two players, can you send Bertie and Joe over? So We've we've gone over to and we're kicking about. I've gone once on one team. Joe's gone on the other team. Like everything's normal, sort of thing. The game starts, and I think you know where I'm going with it. It, it was the um, you know so my first ever taste of training with the first team was sort of it was the Hearts and Berkovich incident. So we're we're, we're training. I'm I'm buzzing, thinking like I, I felt a bit nervous to be fair. I, I, you know, I was I was an outgoing lad. I weren't scared of much. I had a bit of front, but you know, it was the first ever session, and I was thinking, "Wow, like, I'm, you know, actually, in this session, and um, all of a sudden, that's happened, and um, sort of, I think Artson's caught Isle and he's gone down, and and John's just put his hand in to say sorry, and he's sort of waxed John in the in, in the brand near the uh cashews <laughs> and um he just sort of kicked out you know any anyone would have i mean john was saying sorry and uh he's whacked him in the cashews and sort of he's laughing at him and yeah. i remember Harry saying get the kids in get the kids in uh, you know me meaning me and joe and sort. Of, and it was it was crazy that was uh so that was another john artson moment i was actually there
1: Wow, you were there, that's impressive. right
0: after the table,
1: sorry. Yeah, it's crazy. Right, so we've got Ludo in goal. We've got Dixie, Collins, Rio, Johnson in defence. We've got Trev, Joe, Frank Lampard Jr. and Yoshi ben on the right. And we've got Hartston and PDC up front. Tell you what, that is tasty. That is tasty. And
0: to be fair, it's, it's got a lot of flair with, you know, we can mix it if you want to wrap. We we can go through the cold, so I think that'd be quite a hard team
1: to beat. I think so. And you've got the pace of Trevor. You've got the quick, you've got the quickness of Joe. Long shots of Frank. You've got Yoshi dinking in, Paolo dinking in. Hat you know, Hartson target man up front.
0: And as you said, Julian, only to... one guy comes score a goal in that team other than Ludo. No. And he could probably do it from a, a goal kick. <laughs> the goal kick, yeah, taking and taking to the, the
1: goalkeepers. Bertie, it has been absolutely fantastic chatting to you. I really appreciate you taking the time. Definitely. I think, I think you know, as I said, there's it, 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 we're getting all these different stories and all these different. Anecdotes from from different fans, but to come from a from a from a player's perspective, it's it's something that's different and and something which we haven't got on the channel yet. So I really appreciate, you yeah, taking the there's
0: time. There's so many. I mean, even you obviously know Peter's story. Um, so we 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 was away. I think we played York in one of the rounds of the FA Youth Cup, and we stayed in a hotel right next to the York golf course. And uh, I was I was a cheeky chap anyway. And, um, so we were standing at this hotel and there was a couple of mates, like those young ladies sort of doing the, the bedrooms, this, that and the other. And I was flirting, joking about with one of them and uh, I sort of picked her up. So she was in my arms, like mucking about. And I looked to the right and Peter Storey was standing there. <laughs> and I just dropped her. <laughs> I just dropped her. just decided I'd done nothing. <laughs> <laughs> we sort of having a bit of banner. But you know, you know, like sort of so there was the corridor, the lobby, and there was a door that you could sort of open. Yeah. And as I've gone like that and I've got in my I've, I've looked round, he's at the door, and seen the glass window, I just went boom, like that.
1: That was
0: times anyway.
1: Brilliant. Oh Bertie, thank you so so much. Um and there thank you, you to everyone who's been who's been listening and watching. hope you, hope you enjoyed it. Uh, you know, like, subscribe, share that, share the episode and tell your friends and um, we'll, we'll see you again for the next episode. Take care. Bye-bye. the best. Sports social podcast network.
0: Step into the world of power. Loyalty.